0: Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 35. Today's episode is another installment of our series, Fraud Investigators, played using the Genesis role-playing system and set in the universe of Blizzard's StarCraft video games at the beginning of StarCraft II. For the story up to this point, visit our website, diceystories.com where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. So, what about other rooms?
1: You will have to clear debris to get to other rooms. On this level? This is the same level. It turns out science facilities are only one level. They just have large ceilings for storage and other things.
0: So we essentially climbed up and then climbed back down inside.
1: Correct, correct.
0: All right, athletics for Lily with a blue die from Imogen?
1: Yes, and this will be a hard athletics check. Three purple.
0: Two successes, one advantage.
1: Uh, It does take a little bit of time, but you're able to clear away the rubble, linking you back to the sort of primary room that you came into before.
0: Uh Okay. Waste of a clearing to get to an already known location.
1: I mean, you don't have to climb back out now. So that's a plus. You uh, unlocked a shortcut.
0: I got this nifty paperweight.
1: You did get a sweet paperweight.
2: And a pamphlet. (laughs) like, just like I've been to a conference, (laughs) and
0: I've got swag.
1: Uh, so you've explored all the rooms but one to the north that is also covered by debris.
0: Well, I guess trying to move the debris is, um, the way to go.
1: Have you already done your psionic sensing?
0: I think that was the end of the previous encounter.
1: Yes, I think so as well. So if you want to do that, you can.
0: I do want to do that. Okay. That is success. There's no advantages, but there's a triumph.
1: I will say you get a sense in the next room that there is a Zerg presence.
0: Hmm. Then what I say to Lily is that I can hear Zergs in the next room.
1: Why don't you give me a deception check against Lily's vigilance?
0: Luckily for you, it's two yellow here. dice. Woo. Okay, I successfully lie to you, but there's a despair.
1: Okay, how to work this into your deception check. So, Imogen, you don't know that Lily is resocialized, correct?
0: That is correct.
1: I'm trying to think if, like, you just, like,
0: without thinking,
1: make some, slight, make some remark to that effect.
0: I don't think insulting Lily is an appropriate use of a despair.
1: I know, I'm trying to think of a social consequence, though, here.
2: So the thing is is when she does sense people or sense things, I'm different when you do that psionically because of the resocialization.
1: Oh, that's a good point.
2: I don't know how that would but that would be the way I could tie that the restock back to that thing. No, it
1: doesn't have to do that, but that's right. This we can still tie it back to the psionicness a little bit. Yeah. Hmm.
2: But I don't, I mean, I don't have a problem if you can somehow make it sound like there's something about the resocialization.
1: I will say that without thinking about it, you're trying to peek into Lily's mind, just to like, well, I want to make sure to like soothe her the right way, but you accidentally, you get kind of lost in there because it is in some ways like a blank slate. It's not like other minds. You're very used to Lily, but you don't peek in her head all the time. Uh, you're used to like her feeling around there, but you don't you don't try to censor thoughts very often, I would say. Is that correct?
0: So it's kind of like a subconscious kind of like, oh, did she believe me?
1: Yes. You're just like checking and like, oh, she did believe me. But you get kind of like, I would say lost in your thoughts. You get lost in her thoughts. Okay. Uh, kind of thing. And you're not really super aware and you're not able to help Lily clear this debris. And she is, she's just not, so, oh, okay, there's Zerg in there. Or do you continue forward? Uh, Lily, whatever you want to do is what's going to happen.
0: Okay, so she said she hears Zerg, and that's all she says? I, I said that I, I hear Zerg on the other side of the rubble. The
1: yeah.
2: Okay, then I will listen.
1: Give me a red and a purple perception check. And I tell you what, make it two reds because I got all the points over here. That's too many points for one man to have.
2: So, this is the stuff that you're getting lost in my thoughts is me listening.
1: They're like, oh, a paperweight.
2: Oh. <laughs> Yeah, it's a science vessel.
1: Stupid scientists.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Two successes and a threat.
1: You do hear some scritchy scratching. Okay. Could be a zerg, certainly. It could be anything else. could be a person. There's definitely some movement on the other side.
2: So, okay, so then I'm just going to start... I mean, I got a threat. I could take the strain, but so could Imogen, if she's stuck in my mind for despair.
1: I think you both take the strain.
2: But I just hear, like, one scritchy scratchy
1: doesn't sound like a ton of zerg
2: you know what i'm i'm gonna start to try to clear the rubble
1: okay so give me a hard athletics check
2: yeah i'm not sure what imogen's doing but all imogen
1: open. i would like a two purple psionic check to kind of snap yourself out of it as, you know when lily's occupied with the physical activity it's not as much going on so just kind of in the zone <laughs>
0: that's so true
1: the chance for you to snap out of it
0: it's failure but there's a triumph
1: Failure, with triumph. What would you like to learn about Lily?
0: What do you want to know? Hmm.
1: I mean, mechanically, it's like, oh, you can learn her desire or her fear. Like, her fear is being outed as a Resoc. Like That's something you might pick up on.
2: I mean, I do have that sticky note in my pocket right now. But... Yeah.
0: I think it might be better to essentially learn her desire, which is the knowledge. Lily seeks knowledge of her own past. Mm-hmm. So I think getting that insight into Lily rather than like the label of resoc, I
1: think that's good.
0: Is more valuable for advancing the story because up to this point, Imogen just knows like, oh, she had some connection to Cerberus. And that's why we're investigating this thing. But if Imogen like gains this understanding that there's like chunks of Lily's past that she's trying to recover, then that like better informs what we're doing with the Cerberus thing as well as opens the door for some things that Imogen could do to try to help without this whole re thing.
1: Okay, I I like that. I like that. You get this sense that, like, Lily knows she has some memory, she's lost some lost memories, and that that's tied to this Cerberus thing that she's trying to find out. Who was she? You, Imogen, probably don't, you may not even have a sense of, like, what a re-socialized person is or even know that they exist. You probably know, oh, Lily was in the military. You know, she probably went through some really some PTSD kind of thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's like the war Warpig said, you know, they can only tolerate their jobs because they forgot so much. Yeah. Wait, how uh, did I get this tattoo and why? Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I think that's, that's a meaningful thing.
1: Okay, I think that's actually very good. Uh, but Imogen not being helpful at all as far as debris goes. How's that going, Lily?
2: Yeah, I failed. <laughs> One failure. <laughs>
1: You're just moving the blocks. You're moving the blocks. Sit down, take a break. There's just a lot of rubble here. And Imogen is just kind of like, what is Imogen doing?
0: Given how everything went, I think Imogen is kind of unaware of the outside world at this point. So she's just standing there. Like, she's not, well, one, she certainly wasn't helping Lily move things. But, like, if Lily's going to, like, stop and take a breather, Imogen doesn't sit down next to her. Imogen doesn't ask her if she's okay. Imogen is...
1: Imogen is not talking.
0: It's not talk. Imogen is standing there dazed, essentially, is what it probably looks like from the outside. Okay, then
2: I'm going to look at the rubble. How close are we to, the, like, where is Imogen?
1: Uh, just a few feet from you, probably.
0: She's, like, by the rubble, because she went up to it to, like...
1: Do her sense, yeah.
0: To try to proceed into the next room. So she's she's still standing near where you were just working. Okay. Because I was going to try to shoot at it, but <laughs> <It's> not <like,
1: laughs> of Imogen's right there. Yeah, I'd say Imogen is pretty close. Lily, like, you're looking at Imogen. Imogen's not, like, normally she's offering advice or encouragement or helping or something.
2: But she's just standing there kind of staring off.
1: Yeah, make an easy medicine check. Like, what is up with Imogen here? This is not normal Imogen. Like, you know her. Yeah. She might be, like, sitting down, fiddling with a piece of technology while you're working, but she wouldn't just be standing there.
2: One advantage and one failure.
1: Do not know what is up with Imogen, but something is not right.
2: But she's staring, what is she staring off? Is that what she's doing?
1: Yeah, she's kind of staring, like her eyes will kind of track you a little bit.
2: I'll look behind me. Wherever she's looking, that's where I'm going to look. Is there anything over there?
1: There's a wall there. It's got some burnt scorch marks on it.
2: But since I don't really know what's going on here, then I listen. Maybe she's listening
1: You hear some creatures outside, you hear, like, lyotes or something calling in the night.
2: My dog is outside getting pregnant, that's what she's doing.
1: (laughs) Your dog's having a great time on this planet.
2: Imogen, what is it? Nothing? Oh, okay. Wait, I have seen this before, though, right? She stares off and then she passes out? That's what happened at the...
1: (laughs) In Egon, right? That did happen at Egon's, it's true. So
2: medically, I don't know if that me- if I failed my medicine check means I wouldn't put that together.
0: Sometimes Imogen has fits.:
1: <laughs> Yeah, like you maybe think like you know, Imogen has narcolepsy or something.: <laughs> Yeah, this might be a condition that she has that just doesn't come up all that often.: Imogen? I grab her shoulders. Ugh, okay. Like, I don't want to
2: shake her, but
1: right, but you you have to startle her in a way.: Yeah. Imogen, give me. Psionics again to extract yourself.
2: She didn't realize just how calm it is in my brain. So quiet,
1: it's so soothing. It's two purples. I'm upgrading one of them, so it's a red to purple. But you get a blue dye from Lily.
0: Success with three advantages. Little <laughs>
1: do I know that I'm where you're lost?
0: Like even when you noticed there was something wrong with me, you were still so chill about it. <laughs> I'm like, well, she hasn't passed out.
1: You snap out of it. Lily is there. And I'll say the advantage is, you are relatively aware of what happened. Okay. From a, like, psionics perspective. You made that connection, you lost control of it, and you were...
2: Hmm. Then her eyes focus on me, kind of?
1: Yes. You alright?
2: Alright. Then I say, stand back, and I'm gonna try shooting at the rubble. Okay.
1: <laughs> with a shotgun? With a frying pan laser?
2: With the shotgun. I forgot about the laser. That's back on the ship. Okay. Basically, what I'm kind of thinking at this point is if I make enough noise, maybe the zerg on the other side will come through this way or go that way and maybe loosen some of it.
0: (laughs) You want them to dig at you. That's your plan for how to get through the wall?
2: Yeah. uh, In all actuality, in my mind, an explosion would be great, but I don't have anything like that, and I'm not clever enough to figure. I mean,
1: there's some leaky barrels of Vespae just down the hall. You're right. But you're shooting it first, or...?
2: I could put two and two together with the Vespain. You could definitely
1: put that together with the Vespain.
0: I mean, we have blown up leaky barrels of Vespain for Zerg before. This wouldn't be the first time.
1: It won't be the last.
0: Yeah, I'm totally going to
2: get a leaky barrel of Vespain. I start to shoot out, I'm like, no, wait. <laughs> and then I run down
1: the hall. You guys brought your filter masks again?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay, so you're fine. You grab the leaky barrel of Vespain.
2: Because that was all that was in there, right? In the vestbane room? Yeah. There wasn't anything else to get? Like any other supplies? Like other masks?
1: No, there were not other masks uh, in there. It looked pretty well ransacked.
2: Okay, but they didn't take the vestbane.
1: No, they did not take the vestbane itself. Okay, then
2: I'm going to put the barrel... Ugh, I don't know how to do this. What kind of skill would it be to blow a...
1: Bring up an explosion like this?
2: Well, just
0: to figure Great. out where to put it. Do you want mechanics for this?
1: I kind of do want mechanics. I feel like this has got to be a red and a purple, because there's a chance things go forward. Okay. Because it's a leaky barrel.
2: Yeah. Normally I might just do it, but at this point I think this might be something Imogen's going to have a better idea about. I want to say, let's blow it. Okay, let's <laughs>
1: blow it up.
0: Do we have story points?
1: You have two story points.
0: I'll use one. Right. You say that, and you can't, you're like sort of starting to try to place it somewhere, and Imogen... Tells you where to place it. I have success with a threat.
1: Success with a threat. Okay, so you just, Imogen, you don't affix your mask quite properly before you take a strain uh, before doing that correctly.
2: (laughs) We're totally going to draw all the Zerg in the area. (laughs) This is why this guy is, like, attacking us.
1: Uh, You stand back. Uh, Lily, I will just need a one purple ranged heavy check to set this off.
0: Okay. I get into whatever cover is available.
1: Yep, you're fine. No one rolled a spare, so... There's no trail of Vespain leading back to you that's gonna blow up.
0: How far are we? Can I just throw-
2: well, let's-
1: You have to be short range with a shotgun, though.
2: Yeah, would it be easier just to throw- you know what? This seems fun. I'll try this, and if it doesn't work, we can just use fire. This is
1: when we need the frying pan. Just one purple? Just one purple. It's not hard.
0: It's not even average.
1: (laughs) But- You are shooting a barrel. It's like shooting fish in a barrel, except you just have to hit the barrel.
2: So here's the thing. Did you aim? No, she's reckless. It's three advantages and a triumph.
1: But it's a failure? Yeah. Oh, man.
2: I'm so sorry, GM. That's
1: fine.
0: So was the goal to blast the thing open, or was the goal to attack the Zerg?
2: My, well, my goal was to get through the rubble. Kill a few Zerg would be great, but... Yeah. All
1: right, you fail to set this off correctly. You just like collapse the whole room on the zerg. You do have a triumph. So I think what happens is, you guys have made a lot of noise already, bringing this thing up here. Uh Uh-huh. You definitely got the attention of a zerg, and it comes like bursting out of the rubble just as you're taking a blast. And you think, well, why don't I just adjust slightly and shoot him myself? How many advantages did you have? Three. Here's what I'll let you do. I will let you make a... A quick shot, like a free shot right now on this Zerg, which is a roach, just like before. Short range, but he has some cover. He has two black dice of cover. So make a one purple, two black uh, shotgun check. As you slightly shift, and this is consuming your triumph to get this sweet shot off.
2: But I didn't light the
1: vespin at all? You did not light the vespin.
0: But, if this shot goes well, if you get advantages, the Blast could do it.
1: If you have advantages on this shot, the Blast might oh interesting the blast would be enough to trigger the vest pain, and, and still get everything you wanted
2: uh, yeah i'll shoot at this guy but that's being blowing would be the coolest thing ever
1: uh you got two story points
2: do i want to try to yeah why not i'll uh, do an upgrade four successes and a threat
1: okay so not enough for the blast
2: but yeah so it's 12
1: 12 which is a good hit and
2: I- if I can take a maneuver like I did last
1: time. I don't think you can, because it was just a sudden shift in this case.
0: Okay, right, right, right.
1: Now I will need initiative vigilance for everyone in this situation, because you were not expecting this.
0: We knew there was a
1: zerg there. You weren't expecting him to come busting out, though, I don't think.
0: Like the Kool-Aid
2: man? No, I was expecting to blow up the Vespan. <laughs> One success, two advantages. 3.2. Okay,
1: we have a player, a zerg, a player. Who would like to go first? There's a zerk here, heavily burrowed, slightly wounded.
0: I would like to shoot the barrel.
1: It's been established that this is an easy check. You will need to do eight points of damage, though. Your gun does what, six? Yeah. So you just need to have two successes net. Or you could trick shot. This is a leaky barrel, so you could trick shot into the, like, hole in the side.
0: Like a spark or something?
1: Yeah. That, those are your options.
0: So, that would still need one success.
1: That would need one success, but not two successes.
0: But it would add a black die.
1: But it would add a black die, which adds an average of one third of a failure.
0: Now, I'm going to take two aiming maneuvers. Not a trick shot, just regular aiming. Okay. I will get two successes and three advantages.
1: Two successes, three advantages. Yes, you trigger the Vespane barrel.
2: This is going to be so cool. <laughs>
1: It is a blast of, I don't think I need to say how much damage. The roach is right there. It gets blasted, the spithereens. It is lit on fire immediately. It is roasted from the inside out. You guys were planning on the explosion, so you are at a safe enough distance, but it is still loud. You're in a contained space, even though the uh, roof is open. And the smell is awful. Like, one, Vespane, two, Burning Zerg. So that
2: doesn't smell good, burning Zerg?
1: No, no, not a good time. I mean, for a firebat, maybe it smells good, but...
0: I think we've got these respirators. Yeah, that's true.
1: Um, yes, you've melted that Zerg. Nice. As for how well we'll be able to get back to that room, that's gonna be a little bit tricky, but you can with a coordination check maybe, although it's still on fire right now.
2: I want to listen to see if that, like for a second, see if that seemed to draw anybody's attention, or maybe we should just hurry.
1: Yeah, you are not sure. Give me a two purples and two blacks perception check, as there's currently a fire going that's causing a lot of other noise.
2: Good news, though. No darkness.
1: No darkness penalties.
2: One advantage and two
1: failures. You don't know. You don't hear anything else, but that is a loud explosion. It was probably heard outside for a fair distance.
2: Yeah.
0: Did I only sense one zerg in the other room? Yes. Okay. Then I'm inclined to just jump through the flames. Okay.
1: Okay. Give me a one red coordination check, as Imogen is courageous.
0: Failure with one advantage.
1: I think it's time to go to the crit table, as you just jump through fire.
0: I mean, I figure... It's getting dark outside, we made tons of noise, like we need to get this done.
1: (laughs) 27. Ooh, discouraging wound. Move one player story point to the GM pile. (laughs) Ha 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 ha. I get that one back. <laughs> that is such
2: a funny game mechanic. <laughs>
1: a discouraging wound. Ugh, I just feel like fate's not on my side, you know? I don't actually feel hurt, it's just, uh... <laughs> I like the meta-ness of that. I'm a little less lucky than I thought. You lose one of your lucky charms, one of your emoji lucky charms. I feel
0: like that's probably the only the only crit on the table that's meta like that. Most of the others are things that affect your roles.
1: Yes, I think that is true. So... Oh, you get through. You you suffered a crit, so I'm I'm gonna let you get through. Okay.
0: I had an advantage.
1: You could take a blue die on a perception check in here.
0: Wait, how do
2: you heal a
0: discouraging? (laughs)
1: Uh, A pep talk.
0: I've gotten scorched in some way. Yeah. What's the difficulty of this?
1: Uh, this is two purples and a black.
0: There's a fire... That I just jumped through.
1: That's why you have some light, but not a lot.
0: So my flashlight is not helping.
1: Oh, you have a flashlight too. Yes, that'll remove a black die, I'll say. What are you looking for?
0: Battery-related things. Right. Three successes and two advantages.
1: There are no battery-related things in this room. That is not what this room is. I will say, however, for that number of successes. Is perception in this room had zerg in it so it was kind of trashed a bit so i'm trying to think there could be something for your ship as well there's no battery stuff in this room there was, there was none of that to find
2: oh but because it's an explorer core thing we might be able to find some other parts. it is an
1: explorer core facility though you might find some parts or something for your ship
2: what's in the ship we have like a medic Room and an engine room, basically, and a bridge, right?
1: Yeah, and a bridge. And
2: then there's the survival pods things, but you won't find a whole pod. Well, maybe you will. Are there any survival pods in here?
1: Uh, you know what? Sure. They're a bit bulky, though. But you do find a one escape pod that's still intact in this room. Okay. There's, like, signs up that are, like, you've kind of scraped away some of the dirt. It's like, essential upgrade, escape pod.
0: <laughs> it, does, it doesn't come basic, it's an upgrade.
1: You know, you gotta pay extra for everything. Okay. So the
2: door must be big enough to get an escape pod through.
1: It's gonna be a little tough because there's a bit of debris. Okay. That's currently on fire. <laughs> and we're gonna
0: have... Our hands are gonna be full carrying this between the two of us. Yes. But there's no more battery things here. So we definitely need to try to hunt down that guy.
1: I will say... You found some other areas where, like, there should be batteries, but they are clearly all gone. The escape pod was kind of buried under some other stuff, and it's bulky. And it is also, like, you couldn't just smash it like you could a screen. Mm -hmm. It's made to take some punishment.
0: Okay. Well, then, from my point of view, we're done with this facility.
2: Yeah, that sounds good. We can see if we can get this thing out of here tonight and maybe do the night on the ship.
0: Yeah, and then tomorrow we can look for the guy. And I'm discouraged, because we didn't find any batteries. <laughs>
1: mm. You were promised battery packs in this science facility, but there are no battery
0: <laughs> packs. Some of my luck was taken away.
1: Discouraging word. <laughs> yes, and burns, you know. But mainly just frustration.
0: Should we try to patch
2: those as uh, like actual burns?
0: There are actual burns. Yeah, but... I mean, there is stuff that needs to actually be medically treated, but that can wait until we're back at the ship.
2: Okay.
1: So you're going to head back to the ship in the dark. It is now dark outside, I should mention.
0: Yeah, so what we're going to do is we're going to duct tape the flashlight to the side of this escape pod so it can operate as our headlight.
1: You two are, like, carrying this escape pod.
0: Yep, that's what we're going to do.
1: Okay, give me a easy mechanics check first.
0: Have we ended any encounters?
1: I just want, it's just going to be one survival check to get back. But there's going to be a number of modifiers on this survival check. (laughs) So unless you guys are taking time for a break and it's going to be even later.
0: Well, the mechanics, that was a failure, but it had an advantage and a triumph.
1: The advantage, you can recover some strain. The triumph will be the escape pod has a little light on its own that you can turn on. So you can get, essentially, you can get an upgrade on your survival check. Okay. Now, this survival check... At night, it's like twice the distance, uh, you know, just how traveling at night goes.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so it is going to be hard. There would be two blacks. You remove one of them due to your excellent light, because you have a light source. And you're getting an upgrade, upgrade to your roll, because Imogen had a triumph. But I'm turning one of those purples into a red with my evil, discouraging wound story point.
0: do we have any other story points available
1: you have two story points
0: and we can work together
1: you can work together so it's going to be a red, two purples, one black
0: three yellows and a green
2: okay Uh, two advantages and two failures
1: okay you get back to the bridge
0: we set off all the traps around Saffron
1: the bridge is collapsed Oh, and it was like 100 feet long and it is late you have a broken-down truck here.
0: Oh, well, we can sleep in the truck. Or the survival pod.
1: <laughs> That's an option, too. <laughs> Just launch the pod from the truck across the pond. Yes, uh, the bridge is out.
2: So what is this water? It's wet. Is it a river?
1: Uh, yeah, it's, it's a river of some sort.
2: I don't know that we want to do this at night, but we might be able to float across with the pod and make a boat or something.
0: These escape pods are designed for one person, though, right?
1: And they're not roomy.
0: If it's airtight, it should float, right?
1: It probably floats. Uh, Yeah, because you don't know where you're going to launch off if you blast into an ocean. It, It almost certainly floats. As long as it's in good condition. Yeah. You have not thoroughly examined it for possible leaks. But yes, what do you do? As I am going to say, it is autumn on this planet, and it is getting colder at night.
0: We landed on that side because there was space. Is there absolutely no space to land on this side?
1: It's just more difficult to land on this side. And that was a good, it was a defensible location.
0: So what if...
2: I swim over and fly back? Yeah,
0: what if Lily goes across and gets Saffron and flies her over? It's not great, but it's better.
1: That is a possibility. Yeah.
0: And I mean, like... It's just a flashlight, but I can try to, like, illuminate your way as you go.
1: Be the runway person?
0: Yeah, like, like as Lily swims across or things like that, at least try...
1: Oh, keep it illuminated on her. Okay, you can give her a blue dye to her.
0: Yeah, because if we're honest with ourselves, Lily has a far better skill set for crossing this thing. So, that's, that's what I propose. That sounds good.
2: Then, how much of the... Brit- like... The bridge is completely underwater. Is there enough that I can scale across it?
1: No, it's pretty much, it was just a causeway and it's pretty much all gone.
2: Okay, so I will have to swim the whole thing and there's no, like, popping from water. Lock- yeah, I mean,
1: it's like a hundred feet. It's not super far, but it's dark. And, like, your ship doesn't have any lights on.
2: Right, but there's a light on the survival pod and I could take the flashlight.
0: Wait, and the truck is still here?
1: The truck is here, correct. So can I, like,
0: mechanics up the headlights from the truck to, like, set up floodlight type things?
1: Yes, give me an average mechanics check to set that up.
0: Success with three threats.
1: Okay. You, Imogen, get shocked a little bit as you are playing with electricity, but you managed to rig that up, so that'll be one blue die, plus Imogen can have the, the floodlight or be arranging another light for a second blue die.
2: How far from the water is the ship? Will I need flashlight on the other side to
1: find the ship? Uh, the ship's pretty big. You, You can, like, make out the shape of the ship. It's not pitch black.
2: Okay, and I have the goggles. I could probably at least see Snowball.
1: That is possible. You can't see through walls uh, with the goggles. But you can get some general signatures.
2: If there's enough light for me to find the ship, then I don't need to take
0: a flashlight with me. But... Uh, Do you need it to avoid getting caught in your own tracks? Well... Well, I don't think about it. (laughs) Imogen offers you the
1: flashlight.
2: Oh, Okay. It so reminds works. me of the traps. Yes.
1: <laughs> That's good. I was going to have you roll to see if you remember the traps. So,
0: Oh, good, good
2: point.
1: Imogen remembers the traps.
0: Yeah. But like, as I'm setting up, like, you know, I've disconnected the headlights and mounted them on the side of the broken bridge, and I, like, give you the flashlight so that you have, can avoid the traps on the other side.
2: Okay. Then guns underwater, these guns, is that going to be a problem or not?
1: Uh, not really. It's not a, I mean, it's not good long-term for the gun, but it's short-term, it's not a big deal.
2: Okay. I'll leave my shotgun here. Since I don't need the encumbrance and I have a knife and a pistol and then can shoot at anything in the water that tries to get me.
1: Okay, this athletics check is going to be hard plus two black dice because it's cold and like under the water is going to be dark. And that's where you're going to be. You're going to have some light that'll give you the blue dice. I am upgrading one of those purples into a red. So it'll be a red, two purples and two blacks.
2: And somehow I have two blue dice?
1: One from the truck lights and one from Imogen.
2: Okay, and then we have all the story points, so I'm going to upgrade my athletics. Okay. Let us see. One success, two threats.
1: It is cold. Like, it's freezing in this water. You had only previously, like, dipped your hand in and, like, oh, it was cool and refreshing. Now it's covered your entire body. and It is absolutely frigid. That shock initially of going in the water is pretty bad, so you take two strain. But you do get through across the other side. The light really helps. And Imogen also helps. She helps shine the light in the direction you want it go. And sort of like this headlamp from the, the truck provides some general illumination. And Imogen is providing you illumination of where your next step is. Okay. You do at one moment think you feel something in the water touching you, but you're not sure. You've never heard of aquatic zerg, but could be a thing.
0: Yeah, Or oh, sure? you know, any of the other animals that could live on this
1: planet. Also that. <laughs>
2: Well, it's too cold for crocodiles, right?
0: Uh,
1: probably too cold for crocodiles. But you do land on the opposite side, panting, heaving. You are frozen. You are so absolutely frigid, though. Yeah. But you get to the ship.
2: Okay. I call for Sunshine. See if she's going to come.
1: There, girl. Make a survival check. Two purples and a black. Can I get
2: a blue if I open a MRE?
1: Not in this case, because this is for, did Sunshine already come back at night?
2: Oh, okay. One success, one triumph, and a threat.
1: Okay, you suffer another strain as Sunshine comes running out. You don't see her immediately, but comes running out and, it, like, starts, bleeps on you and starts licking over your face.
2: She thought I was going to leave her, I
1: guess. Maybe. She is excited to see you. All right. But she couldn't get back into the ship, so.
0: Did she bring, bring a, a treat?
1: treat? Well, now you have an MRE
0: give her no no i meant did sunshine bring some dead thing with a snapped spine to like give to lily
1: oh there is some kind of like dead raccoon like creature
0: that's usually a cat thing
1: i don't (laughs) know what lions do
2: i guess i don't either with cats it's like they usually bring them to you because they think you're too dumb (laughs) not sunshine's like don't be dumb don't be dumb here's a dead raccoon well i pet her and tell her she's a good girl
1: she's all into it and
2: then i go on the ship i say come on She's following along. Does she take a raccoon?
1: Yes, she brings the raccoon.
2: I'm. Um, she earned that. Then I close up the ship and I'm going to fly it over to
1: Yep. To the landing strip over to here. To the landing strip. This will be a hard pilot check, but you get a blue die because Imogen is laying it up.
2: I'm totally going to land this thing half in the water because that's what we're doing today.
1: Today is all about the dangers of water. Yeah. Three purples, please. It is also dark. Very dark.
0: That's... But these headlights are for?
1: You have lots of headlights? Okay. But you'll get one blue dye from midgen.
0: And also, I imagine Saffron's got exterior lighting.
1: It does. But you can't tell if you're going to run into a mutalisk or something, or if there's landing, you know, a plane in the dark, a little bit harder.
2: I can't run on instruments.
1: Uh, are you certified for that?
2: <laughs> I'm not certified. Maybe? I'll have to wait for my next flashback. Yeah. Let's see if I can crash this thing close to where she is. Yeah, that'd be helpful. Four advantages and a failure.
1: Okay, you get across, you get down, but there aren't a lot of good places. You kind of just have to pick one, and you settle it down, but you hear a crunch. It's not good.
0: It's not the roll truck,
1: a, is it? Roll
0: a D-100. Yeah, roll D-100. 30. Discouraging scratch. <laughs> I don't know why that makes me laugh
2: so much.
1: This is actually pretty bad. Shrapnel spray. Chunks of metal are hurled at the occupants at deadly velocity. Some interior part of the ship is cracked and is sending shrapnel inside because you took a hard landing. Something snapped in the interior. So I think this is just affecting Lily. You have your choice of a hard, three purple, resilience or vigilance check. And I'm going to upgrade this because this is amusing to me. So that will be a red and two purple. Resilience or vigilance, whichever one is better for you. Hmm. I don't know.
0: Is this is two yellows versus a yellow green green.
1: Yeah. You got all the story points, so you could always upgrade. If you upgrade, you end up with the same thing either way.
2: You know what? I think I'll do the resilience because it seems more like how she's going to tough this out
1: <sighs>
2: rather than just being alert.
1: Sure.
2: We have all the points. Yeah, I'll upgrade my resilience. I'm tough. One success and one advantage.
1: You managed to evade the extremely tensioned metal. That fling around on the inside. of Oh, Sunshine needs a check, too. Oh, no. Same difficulty. Sunshine has a yellow and two greens in Vigilance. Two threats. How many failures? None? Just net zero? Yeah. Okay. Sunshine just suffers a wound. Sunshine gets stabbed. Oh. And then, technically speaking, Snowball is also an occupant.
2: He's indestructible, though, isn't he?
1: Ah, well, it depends.
2: (laughs) I can roll on for him.
1: Yes, his vigilance, I'll say.
0: I mean, he's a guard patrol.
1: He is a guard. Or actually, his resilience is probably the best.
0: Yeah, I mean, I picture
2: him as being, if he's indestructible, just getting knocked around.
1: You know what? He's got no skills. I'm just going to throw that out there because he's a larva. So he has three greens and resilience because he is tough.
0: But he's got a lot of soak, I imagine.
1: He's got a lot of soap, so his thing is not worried about taking damage. Uh, he just doesn't want a, like, crit or too many threats. One advantage. So he takes some scratches, but he is not physically harmed. He could have suffered a critical injury.
2: He has to start over with his patrol because he's bounced off the bed. I mean, something could have happened
1: to the tech in his head, which would be real bad. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Lily crashes Saffron. Yeah. That's a level one crit. Imogen, you're okay. You get out of the way.
2: Okay. Now, as far as Sunshine's wounds, yeah, I didn't know if it was bad enough that I should actually try to do something or if it's one of those things where you're like, oh, you got hurt, the animal's going to lick its wounds, and then...
1: Uh, Mechanically, those are going to heal tomorrow morning, but it could have been worse.
0: Yeah, she'll just lick it, and then it'll be fine.
1: You probably just, you comfort her.
2: All right. Maybe she'll get an extra
1: treat. Maybe, maybe. But you've successfully moved the science vessel.
2: I like how I don't crash this thing when we're... flying through combat or whatever, but I
1: have to take it over a bridge (laughs) and crash land it. It is nighttime. It is a difficult...
0: And there wasn't a good landing spot. I mean, if there had been, we would have chosen it during the day. Yes. I
2: think Lily's always surprised when she doesn't crash it.
1: (laughs) This piloting thing, eh, not so easy sometimes.
2: Not so easy.
1: But Imogen, you can hop on board. Uh, Inside, there's a little bit of smoke going. You can see sunshine is there, uh, licking a wound.
0: I can also see some pieces of things, like, exploded off something that overcharged.
1: Yeah, so it looked like some important component got over tension during a rough landing and went bouncing around the interior.
2: So do we need to attach the survival
0: pod?
1: That will take an easy mechanics check to attach.
0: That can wait until the morning.
2: Yeah, I didn't want it to walk off in the night.
1: I guess we can do it now. I mean, you got a lot of, do you also want to medical check on Imogen or wait for that tomorrow?
2: Yeah, let's, you know, let's start with Imogen. We can do the healing with that and then, I mean, it's a mechanics check. I could try to at least attach it, but I'm assuming it attaches from the inside and it's hard to detach from the outside.
1: You got to have someone on the inside, someone on the outside.
0: I would just prefer to do it when it's light out. I would be more inclined to try to fix what blew up in here.
2: Yeah, we should probably do a watch anyway just on this place yeah so should I try to patch you up or is it gonna be better for you to do that or do you want to just take a painkiller or what
0: it's much harder for a person to treat themselves it's two purple dice more for someone to treat themselves so and you know I have zero ranks in medicine zero (laughs) so we're both the doctors here (laughs) yeah we have a med kit (laughs) So therefore, doctor, I have like these ten XP that I hadn't spent yet. I should just go ahead and put one point in medicine, which I will do after tonight. So it's one purple die, and if you use the med kit, you get an extra advantage.
1: You have two story points if you wish to upgrade one.
2: Yeah, we might as well. Might as well not let me. Whatever I'm going to do to you, maybe I can do something
1: good. Encouraging healing.
2: Maybe I can lift your spirits. <laughs> two successes and a threat.
1: But the advantage cancels out
2: that threat. So two successes.
0: All right. So you apply self to the various burns that I suffered. Yeah. And you tell me uh, everything will be fine.
2: The survival pod was great, but that was awesome. <laughs> the best pain. <vein.
0: laughs> I can imagine you telling this story to Lee June later. You'll be like, "Yeah, we exploded the best bean and the Zerg blew up." And then Imogen just ran straight
2: through the flames. She jumped through the flames. So no, Imogen shot the barrel, blew up the Vespene, and then jumped through the flames to get in the other room.
1: They say cool girls don't look at explosions, but they just jump right into them.
2: <laughs> the stories I have makes it sound like you're the reckless one. <laughs> exactly. Climbed up
1: the sign of a zerg and stabbed it in the
0: face. I just don't tell like the style of stories that you do like you've done so many awesome things but I don't relay them in the same fashion with the same level of excitement
2: it's probably the things that I remember that you do that really impressed me are things like that <laughs> those are the stories I'm not like oh yeah
0: she talked to somebody for like hours yeah it doesn't have the same
2: I don't know what they said but he came back with his ship and got us <laughs> we got a better deal I think
1: <laughs> definitely
2: So yeah, so then I'm going to stand guard.
0: Okay, I do want to patch up Saffron.
1: Okay. You can do that. You are going to have to use some useful components you salvaged in order to be able to have enough material to fix it up.
0: One of these $100 things?
1: One of these 100 credit things.
0: Or can I salvage things from the truck?
1: Oh, you have the truck. Uh, I will say within average mechanics check, you can salvage some appropriate components from the truck that do not have high resale value, but are useful to you right now.
0: Successful triumph with one threat.
1: Oh, it's an explorer Core truck this whole time. (laughs) The exact same type of component, so it will give you an upgrade, and you can take a strain, but I don't think you're going to pass out, so...
0: And this is a level one crit.
1: You have a toolkit.
0: And yet, I have four advantages, but a failure.
1: Uh, You take a look at this... This is going to take a, you need like a professional look at this, you think. Or you gotta, you're going to need time to turn it over in your head. Like a facility that's not on a middle of nowhere planet in the dark. There's
0: more damage here than what is superficially visible in the central hub.
1: Yes. But this Explorer Core truck component actually is pretty valuable. Like now that you look at it, now that you realize, oh, this is the same type of component, that is another 100 credits.
0: Hey, I didn't fix the ship, but I found a hundred crits. Nice. So we will have to keep that crit until we're in a better place.
1: Yes, until you're in a better place.
0: But it'll fly.
1: It absolutely will fly, yes.
0: It's just if we suffer another crit, then that's going to be worse.
2: Yes. It'll crash once, (laughs) maybe twice.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, we can take turns with the standing watch. Are you physically standing watch outside, or are you staying inside with the ship sensors on?
2: I mean, we have a full tank of gas, so I can stay in with the sensors on. It doesn't have to be... Well, what does the sensors give us? Is that sufficient to see if something's approaching?
1: Yeah, and that's better than you physically looking, in all honesty. Because that can detect cloaked things. It's got a longer sight radius than you have.
2: Right, and it's dark and stuff. So, yeah.
1: And it's 360 degrees.
2: I can sharpen knives.
0: Are we able to like turn on the EMP or does that require like some sort of check?
1: I will say that is a simple computer's check, but you do have to do. So no purple dice at all, but just make a computer's check and show me a success.
0: Can we work together on that? Yes. I read the code while Lily types it in. (laughs) So I think that's a yellow, green, and a blue.
1: A yellow, green, and a blue. No purple dice. Just show me some success. If it doesn't work, it just doesn't work right now and you'll have to futz with it later.
0: All right. Should I
2: upgrade this?
0: <laughs> I mean, we're about done for the night, so if we have a story point, we might as well use it.
2: All right. And if I don't succeed, then I'll be discouraged. A <laughs> uh, success and two advantages.
1: Yes, you succeed. You get the EMP EMP module unlocked. All right. Thank you for shopping, ExplorerCore. For additional support, please contact our headquarters on Tarsonis.
0: Also available, this and this. Yes inquire of your uh, friendly salesman.
1: For a mere 10,000 credit upgrade, you can purchase the Defensive Matrix Enhancement. If you have an interest in acquiring them, we can work that into play at some point.
2: Okay. Yay! We did it!
1: (laughs) I think we can end the night there. I'm not going to make you roll for standing watch or whatever. We'll see you next time we play if bad things happen to your characters.
0: right. Molly stays up and Imogen goes and collapses in bed.
2: You always are a little bit more beat up
1: at the end of these things, it seems.
0: <laughs> I'm at 11 out of 15 strain.
1: Woo! I'm at three. I guess Imogen is doing things that consume strain as well, like if you're doing the empathy. Yeah. You guys can have another 15 experience for tonight for getting all the things you possibly could get out of that science facility. Mm, nice. There was never a battery. Well, there were batteries in there, but you were never going to get them. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You've been listening to Fraud Investigators, set in Blizzard's StarCraft universe, and played using Fantasy Flight Games' Genesis role-playing system. Our GM was Dan, and our players were Lex and Jen. For the serialized, narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our music comes from Purple Planet Music. Visit them at purple-planet.com. Until next time... This is Dicey Stories, reminding you, don't be dumb.